All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right, camera! What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Colin, Super Tuesday was yesterday. Here's your host, <laughs> it Kale was. Yeah, it was. You know, I was a little surprised that Bernie Sanders didn't do better, considering you know if you got the big short out in theaters right now, uh-huh. that, that really uh, helps his campaign against the big banks. And then uh, you've got this uh, Hillary Clinton uh, biopic we saw, The Witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey guys, uh, welcome to the Woolworths Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for uh, film, TV, news, and discussion. Uh, there's usually three of us here, but it's we're, we're just two. It's a duet this week. Yep. Um, uh, my name's Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friend, Colin Moore. Uh, Colin, I, and usually Mitch, uh, but Mitch is not here this week, uh, get together and we see a movie every week and we uh, discuss it in depth. And uh, Mitch is uh, unfortunately very busy, and he could not be with us this week. And uh, I actually don't think he saw The Witch yet either. But uh, the film that we're reviewing this week is that the the Vitch, right? <laughs> That's apparently how they decided to market it. Right. It's, it's got it's <laughs> the double, Witch. Double you know? V. But I, you know, it's double V, but it's pronounced Witch, I think. <laughs> um, um, and uh, usually we usually we do these shows. We do headlines. Um, in the movie world right now, the only headlines yeah. are uh, the post-Oscar buzz. I, th- I feel like we've done enough like solo Oscar shows and stuff, but I, you know, I wanted to start off today's show with getting your uh, your thoughts and your Oscar hangover. Yeah, yeah. Um, that show's still too long, isn't it? <laughs> it, it was this like the longest <laughs> of all time? It seemed on? like it was just. Uh, it seemed like it was at a good pace going on, and I don't know what happened. They didn't even, they didn't even do all five songs either, yeah, you know? I yeah, which is, I mean, weird. Yeah, it was opinion, But, um, I, yeah, I I know the ratings are insanely down. Um, Well, like, the least rated since, was it John Stewart hosted, like, in 2008 mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. But, um. Just election years and Oscars, probably, yeah, or something hmm, like that. Interesting yeah. correlation. But um, I, I I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show. Um, I thought Chris Rock was just great. Um, I don't think if you had anyone else hosting, it would be nearly as good of a show as I thought it was. Mm. Uh, there's some interesting choices as far as you know the, the way the show is presented to us. I think we will discuss. But um, overall, it was um surprising night in a lot of ways and unsurprising in some other ways but pretty entertaining and cringeworthy and everything i expect from the oscars yeah and i well kind of but like do you remember it was it neil patrick harris or maybe it was l i mean you know they, it seems like people are like constantly saying that like the hosts are too safe mm-hmm. right especially compared to like the golden globes yeah. Where the hosts usually just go off and it doesn't matter. And I thought I thought Chris Rock did a really great job of just not giving two shits. And it was it was thoroughly entertaining to me. I wasn't really ever bored during that show, as long as it was. I wasn't 
I wasn't sitting there like thinking about what I'm going to eat for breakfast. I, I was really into it. Yeah. And I was kind of at some point when you, he didn't let off the pedal of the black uh, Oscar, you know, Oscar so white thing. Um, I was just waiting for the next bit and just to see how far is he going to keep pushing this? Yeah. I, you know, there's of course there's people out there that are pissed about it or whatever. And yeah, probably the same people who are mad over Beyonce's Beyonce, super right? Yes. <laughs> Um, but I, I thought it was like I honestly I will go as far as to say I thought it was one of the best Oscar hosting jobs in a long time. Like, absolutely. Like maybe ten years. Like I thought it was just ama- like I thought it was awesome. I don't, he wasn't never funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's so hard to do on that show for for whatever reason mm-hmm. it seems to be funny. Funny people. You know, even my favorite Seth MacFarlane just there was duds. You know. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was. Any, I mean, there was a. <laughs> but but it was, was such one. a funny dud. There was it was such a funny dud that it was incredible. Um, <laughs> like you laugh because it was such a dud. Um, but uh, you know, I was thoroughly entertained the whole uh, show. It was one of my favorite. I mean, we watched it together. We did, and it was I thought it was, it was one of my favorite Oscars in a long time. Yeah. So how'd you do on your prediction? I got thirteen. It's good. Yeah. How'd you do? Seventeen. Yeah. It was. It, it was. was uh, it was a tough. One. It was a tough. There were some weird curveballs. I mean, not like weird curveballs, but like, I don't think anyone was predicting Ex Machina to win visual effects. I'm so thrilled it did. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, and I heard that someone came up to Alex Garland after during the, um, during one I think it was a Vanity Fair party and was like. You know, like congratulations. He goes, yeah, we only had four million dollars to win and like to use on. That's crazy. On special yeah, effects, right. it's a fifteen million dollar movie. I can't, you know, so yeah, four million dollars for the visual effects and stuff. That's that's insane. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, that is that is special. That it's like that is some David and Goliath shit. I mean, it's going up against Mad Max. It's going up against Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, The Revenant. I mean, these are two hundred million dollar movies. Yeah. Um. So that was. One of my favorite. I mean, you know, as, as much as I would love, and it probably does deserve it as much as Ex Machina, but you know, to love Star Wars to win that award, mm-hmm. um, I think it's just it's really cool to see the little guy um, come away with the gold. Yeah, I, I, that was my favorite award of the night. I think in yeah. terms of like, yeah, um, and that moment when you know the Revenant didn't win visual effects, and then it didn't win either of the sound awards. Is that's when I was like, oh, I think we're gonna have a different Best Picture winner than. <laughs> What yeah, a lot of people are predicting. Right. Did you predict Revenant? For Best I Picture? thought Revenant would win Best Picture. Now, speaking of which, not in the movie we're seeing this week, yep, but yep. yeah, um, what uh, what was the biggest surprise? Was it Spotlight? No. Or was it Ex Machina? Biggest surprise, honestly, was Sylvester Stallone not winning. Yeah, actually, that was that was yeah. Um, Talk about irony there too, because mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's like another one of those, you know, Rocky is the classic, you know, the little guy who has no chance mm-hmm. wins and uh, Sylvester Stallone, who's all but got that sealed away. You know, everyone thought he was going to win yeah. the award um, and little, little known Mark Rylance is the one who walks away. Yeah. Someone who didn't even campaign for, right. for it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very, it's interesting. I mean, I. You should have seen a red flag when he wasn't nominated for a Screen Actors Guild, but I thought since that was a, you know the first major award show that had nominations this year, like some things would be off. They nominated Sarah Silverman, you know, right. <laughs> at the Screen Actors Guild, yeah. so like, some things can be overlooked. So I chalked it up to that, but 
I guess without a SAG Award nomination, your odds of winning mm. an Academy Award are greatly, greatly lower. Right. You did. I remember you saying that before. Uh, like when we were doing predictions, you you brought that up. So I guess it was telling. Yeah. And you, but did you you still marked him down? Though, of right? course, yeah. yeah. I mean, he had the whole the whole narrative of you know you know he didn't win best actor back then. No. Now he can win it a supporting actor for the same role right. years later. Uh, I feel like a lot of old people in the academy are not voting for Sylvester Stallone and yeah. the same people who, you know, voted, you know, Bridge of Spies, the best picture of the year, probably. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but so those are the probably the big three though. The well, you know, Sam Smith was a big surprise too. Judging right? judging by performance alone <laughs> yeah well i was it you or liz or so someone said can you imagine now if after the after that amazing performance by lady gaga and like the powerful you know all the women on stage or women and men on yeah. stage who uh are victims of uh sexual abuse uh, on campuses um from the hunting ground uh after that amazing performance either you or liz or someone said to me you know can you imagine if lady gaga doesn't win now yeah <laughs> that's what I'm. That's the past three years when they've done songs, the song that's performed last has always won. Yeah, right. And it always has the biggest production number too. Right. And you had the vice president introducing her, and it was Lady Gaga back right. at the Oscars. Right. Like, with regard, I mean, she didn't win the award, and she probably should have, but I think she won the night. As far as you know having the most emotional and in a, in a night where speeches weren't allowed to be the, yeah, <laughs> the, I know. she definitely provided the you know most empowering message of right. the night i believe right. um and I, I i heard this and i this is maybe something that should be changed maybe not i don't know i'm kind of back and forth on it i heard a reason why she didn't win was because on the ballot it just says the name of the song and the movie it's from doesn't say who see that sings it interesting, or writes yeah, it yeah because you remember when we were talking about this a while ago i was like does anyone know any of these songs mm-hmm. and that's because i didn't see it was the same thing i didn't see that it was lady gaga like i didn't and you know what i mean yeah yeah um, when you see till it happens to you you see the hunting ground hmm, hunting ground's not a nominated i don't even know what the hunting ground i mean right, I, yeah, I, I, I know lot, what the hunting ground don't, is yeah, know, yeah right and it's a smaller documentary it though. is like, yeah. it's not like a huge production value mm-hmm. or, sorry i shouldn't say that but it's just it's not like a. It's not every. You can't go see it. Yeah, it's not the Michael Moore. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not Spectre. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. You right. saw, oh, I saw Spectre. Right. I remember that song. I know that song. I'm gonna vote for that it's one. Just, it is funny too that we you know we literally did 15 minutes of a podcast dogging that song when it came out. Spectre, uh, writings on the wall. Yeah. I Sam, can do Sam more. Sam I want to the... do more 15 minutes. No, I just <laughs> yeah, Sam Smith has the I last laugh. That. But uh, yeah. <laughs> does but he? Does, does he? he because really? <laughs> what about that acceptance speech? Oh boy! What he said back in stage in the press. What press is going on there? Yikes! Fill us, fill us in. <laughs> well, his his well, his performance was not great, and yeah. let's, let's start with that. People yeah. in the audience said it wasn't great either, right. and he even admitted like it's by far the worst he's ever performed. He said it was the worst performance of my life. Which it definitely was. was. And then he gets on stage after winning. And of course, I mean, I don't think he expected to win. It didn't, certainly didn't look like it. And I don't think anyone he else. Didn't, he didn't look like he planned a speech. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
he gets up there and really like half is very wrong on a statistic that he gave and but like was somewhat right um he brought he said that he saw an interview with Ian McKellen recently saying that no open uh, openly gay man has won an Oscar which Ian McKellen said no openly gay man is actor has right. ever won an Oscar um so Sam <laughs> decided that he was the first <laughs> openly gay Oscar winner and ran with that. And then, which is an okay mistake and you can correct that in the press room. But he didn't do that in the press room. Instead, he said that he was the second openly gay gay, uh, person to win the Oscar and that him and the first openly gay Oscar winner should date. Well, the first openly gay Oscar winner died from AIDS. <laughs> it is like, it's like so awkward. Like, I can't, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, yeah. So, the past few days, he's um, quit Twitter. And <laughs> Did he quit Twitter? He t- quit Twitter. Uh, it's like, see, I kind of feel silence. bad because, because everyone's probably, like, the shit Ooh. he's getting right now probably is terrible. But, um, just can't make claims like that. I mean, yeah. Especially if you don't know it. Like, and he, like, went up there saying, like, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to yeah, just say yeah, it. <laughs> like, this isn't, the, that was this isn't a... the fucking Republican Party here. Right. Like, <laughs> come on. That was, that was, yeah. It's true. Like, if you, you literally said, I don't know. This probably ain't true, but that's when you know you're setting yourself yeah. up. Um, I mean, the, the, the aim of his message... Uh, towards the end was was nice and dedicating you know to lgbt is is great but knowing your lgbt history yeah, 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 yeah. is also well i mean I, you nice. know i was i was like oh wow that was a great speech then you think but then you think about it you're like there's no way yeah. that he's the first openly gay any to win any oscar yeah. it was like there's no way nope um and dustin lance black <laughs> yeah, calling him right, on Twitter was 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 great. The and, screenwriter of Milk, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's a great, which was a really speech. memorable speech. Yeah. Like that's one of those things where like that's why you're like no, yeah, because <laughs> I've heard something better than that before. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and and he's probably not even for music, right? Or what you were saying, Elton John, Elton John, right? Oscar, yeah, he's, he's probably one of maybe, maybe two, two. Yeah. yeah, for sure one. Lion King? For, yeah, for Lion King. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Whatever. Sam Smith. At least, he'll, at least he got an Oscar. It yeah, was the best cool. of times. It was the worst He'll probably times. never be nominated for another Oscar. Yeah. In his life. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, just not because of that. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, it doesn't happen that. Not too many people are nominated more than once. Yeah. For that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, good for him. Yeah. To I win mean, it, at least. It's good. The One of the weirdest things of the night for me going on speeches was the lack of speeches in itself and the pretty liberal use of the playing off music <laughs> yeah like well we, you know it's like the, it's like abc and the oscars thinks that what's ta- what what the reason it's going four hours every year is because of the speeches like it's just not all like yeah. there's a million other ways you could cut that down you know, you don't have to show scenes from every movie, first of all. You know, I mean, I like it. It's fun. But, like, just list the nominations and then mm-hmm. there's a million ways you could do it. G- people giving speeches is like, that's what, that's like what you tune in for. Yeah. Well, especially when 
each and every commercial break like had a I forget who the ad was for maybe for like Samsung or something had people doing lip dubs yeah, of like great speeches, speeches. Like, and I'm like oh well none of this year's is gonna ever be featured right. in a commercial like that right because they're only given 30 seconds to talk right they were playing like Flight of the Valkyries while uh, uh, Inuritu is <laughs> talking, talking about, about acceptance, like, acceptance <laughs> and like diversity yeah. and like cultural differences Meanwhile, and... let's play Hitler's favorite composer right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so weird give me some Wagner oh my god <laughs> But other than you know, other than the craziness of the night, I I you know I thought it was fun. That yeah. was good. I've been um, hearing a lot of people. I, I I we both liked what Chris Rock did. A lot of people um, say it was kind of like a one step forward, two step back uh, situation where he highlighted the problems in Hollywood, but then also reinforced Asian stereotypes and. Yeah. other stereotypes I, I I think his point of the night was everyone just needs to I think you know he made this point about how everything's not racist everything's not not sexist you know at the mm-hmm. beginning in the, in the opening monologue and I think that was the theme throughout the night it's like this isn't we're just he's just like we're just being funny I yeah. don't know um you know the the Asian children joke, or, and and there was a Jewish joke in there too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's like you know, there's people posting child labor is not funny. Jeremy Lin, basketball player, went all over the internet saying, <laughs> "When is this gonna stop?" The funniest thing about that was that one Asian kid was really particular about uh, particular about hitting his mark. Right, and was really pissed when someone did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Move over. It's like slapped her with the briefcase, uh, which maybe just reinforces that joke. Even more. I, yeah, I just I don't know if I like. I mean, everyone has their threshold of being offended, and nothing that he said on Sunday night offended me in any way. Yeah, um, not that that would matter, right? If I was offended, who like, gives oh, a sh- who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you think they'd invite him back? That's the biggest question. I ever. You know, yeah. they seemed they they were obviously going along with it. I mean, they it wasn't just him going up there and talking. You know, people people were like, yeah, it was like he was going off script or something, but he wasn't because the video clips and stuff like that all yeah. were pre-produced and everyone knew that he was going to go with that theme. You know. Yeah. And most of the reviews I've read have been positive about Chris Rock, and I don't think Chris Rock has anything to do with the lower yeah, which, viewership of the Academy Awards. I think that it is just because no one ever fucking sees these movies. Oh no shit! And that's why we talk about the ten nominations. Yeah. You throw Inside Out and Star Wars, and 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 you can market them as like they might have a chance. People will tune in. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't know, whatever. We've well, beat, we've beaten that to death, but now it's like now we're like ha, 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 ha. yeah worst ratings ever. What well, do you think? And Chris Rock did that whole bit when he went to the public movie theater and was like, people are like, what the fuck are these movies? Right. <laughs> like, there just there has to be a there has to be a balance one day. Like you know, I make fun of like you know, I I always do this thing where I say like if the Oscars were like the Grammys, you know, uh, Project X would be up for best picture and transformers four and you know what i'm saying yeah. like, but there's gotta be a, some sort of balance between how 
you know, I just how the Oscars are full of movies that no one sees, yeah. and then how the Grammys is just full of music that everyone listens yeah. to. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of balance there. There is, yeah, such a thing as a critical commercial success. Like, like Star Wars, the like biggest Wars, movie of all yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, but, I mean, at the end of the day, Mad Max won the most awards, and that was a critical and I'm pretty sure commercial success. Yeah, that well. was a success. So that made me happy. Maybe they'll uh, just. Maybe just put Deadpool somewhere next year. And <laughs> that seems to be drawing all the attention. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, any other th- Oscar thoughts? Uh, I had something else I wanted to say. Now I forget what it was. Oh, well. Well, if you think of it, yeah. let me know. Yeah, we can... Put that thing Whoop. down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> um, I know. So that that basically wraps up 2015 for us. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess we could one day go back and, and talk about a movie from 2015. But basically, from here on out, it's uh, 2016 movies. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to our movie of the week, which, which is movie The Witch. Is that? <laughs> which which movie, guys? It's The Witch. Um, now I think this is interesting that first of all, I guess as we, so if you're not aware, but you should be, cause you should see the movie before you listen to this. Um, the witch is a, uh, you know, it's a colonial American story about, um, witches in the forest of, uh, that period of time and that sort of thing. It's very, you know, from the crucible and Salem witch trial kind of era. Um, and definitely draws a lot from that style aesthetically and and you know kind of how we all look at that time period and it's creepy mm-hmm. <laughs> is what it draws on so now I, I before we get into it um and, and think about what we um think about the movie i guess i first want to mention that i mean is is this a horror movie or ask you i guess is it, is it a horror movie mm. i wouldn't say it's a horror movie i would say it's more of a psychological thriller thriller is, it's definitely being marketed as a horror movie, though. It is being marketed as a horror movie. And I, and I say that because we really haven't seen too many horror movies on this podcast. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only two that I would say uh, is this one, maybe, and then the, the, the film that kicked off 2015 for us and um, it kicked off the podcast, which was The Michigan Shot, It Follows. Uh-huh. And I guess I just want to ask you, I guess, you know, on that The main, Visit... The visit was kind of uh, a horror movie. I, I wasn't sure how com- also, I wasn't sure how comedic that movie was supposed to be. That was kind of part of our confusion with it's watching true. the visit. But but with it follow. I mean, you t- you know this is like a psychological thriller. Is it, it follows a psychological thriller, or is it a horror movie? I would say that one has more of its roots in horror yeah, than okay. this one does. Right. Yeah. Um, but I would say too that both movies aren't slashers. They're no. not slashers they're not jump scare movies they're not anything like that it's more of a and i don't mean this to be offensive to those who love the horror genre but it's a little more refined i think both of them i think that's why it follows had a lot of success too Mm -hmm. um um i don't see a lot of horror movies really though and i don't and i don't know why sometimes they're so formulaic that i can't and i this this is i'm talking as like a superhero fan so i'm fucking hypocrite but they're so formulaic that you know i don't i cannot take it seriously sometimes you know a lot of yeah. horror movies but um 
I think I can say for a lot of people that when I saw the trailers for The Witch, I was immediately drawn to it. Just like visually, it. Um, I just when I can look at like an old painting and it freaks me out. That's how I feel with The Witch. Like a lot of the just shots freaked me out in the mm-hmm. trailers. So I had to go run and see this movie. Um, and I would agree with you that it is much more a psychological thriller than like a horror movie, like a slasher or, whatever, yeah. or jump scares. But uh, we will get deeper into that in a moment. But we like to start off this uh, whole conversation with just our first thoughts on each movie. Um, now that we have that preface, what did you think of The Witch? Um, just what a like great way to start my 2016 movies. Uh, it is such an achievement in the technical craft of filmmaking and storytelling. And I thought all the performances are just so, so, so dynamic and so chilling. Um, I, I've, I just flipped out over this movie. Um, I've rarely had responses to like I've had to this movie where I'm constantly telling people, I mean, Mad Max might've been the last time where I'm constantly telling people, Oh, go, you have to go see this movie. You have to go see this movie. And just like, it's sticking with me days and days and weeks after I've seen wow. it and I still want to see it again and probably see it again after that. It's, it's a really, really great movie. And I think a really great companion piece to some of the other movies we've discussed in 2015 and why this one may have been more successful is addressing at addressing, um, a style of filmmaking as maybe some other ones weren't as successful towards us. But, um, I, I, I love this movie. I think it's, gonna go down like we said it wasn't really a horror movie but i think it will go down as a classic horror movie (laughs) yeah yeah i mean you can't it's it's kind of like it's like jessica jones is a superhero movie but it isn't Mm -hmm. you know like this is a horror movie but it's not really it's like the shining or something which is like a little more you know i is that that's a that's a really cliche comparison i think well but they i mean it's that's one of the first things I thought of when I heard yeah. when I saw this movie, and I mean, like everyone is like, "Oh, it has a little bit of The Shining in it because it's because The Shining is so great." But yeah. the director even said he's like, "Oh, I watched like the final cut of this movie." He's like, "Oh fuck, I just made this like a shot for shot remake of The Shining." <laughs> <laughs> it is very similar, but um, I I love this movie too. Uh, it was very unsettling. That's like the best way yeah. that I can describe how I felt. I was never scared really, but I was like disturbed. Um, there's some, there's just some moments in this film that, again, visually, it's like, it's like old paintings that like, for whatever reason, dig deep into some part of humanity that like, there's no other word for it. It creeps me out. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you see that kind of stuff and you feel the fall colonial air and uh, you can smell the leaves in the woods and you're like looking all around and all you can see are trees and you're thinking, Oh shit. (laughs) And that was the best part of this film for me was like, there was never really a moment where like, I, you know, I'll use the word jump scare a lot in this podcast, but there weren't, you know, there weren't a lot of jump scares. There weren't a lot of like anything that like really came out and, and scared the characters, but there's just this sense that something's going to happen. Yep. Like I'm looking around the whole like I feel like I'm just waiting. You're, I, th- that was like the best part of it. It was like I, the whole they make you just feel like what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, 
I, and I don't know if it necessarily pays off in that way in terms of like there's no big reveal really yeah. kind of no not really not in a scary sense no though, you know what I'm saying kind of like in a you know fulfilled like all my like my wettest and wildest dreams way <laughs> right um I'm trying to think how I can how I can explain that. Like, you never really see the witch, the you know the the the, the witch witch. You kind of do, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, and when you do, it's dark or she's like on the ground and whatever, doing whatever. She was eating an animal or something, or was it a, what was she doing? Yeah, she was doing something <laughs> with, that, with, that, um, with that baby. With the baby too. Um, <laughs> It's a kind of like, I guess I bring that up because I know I did see it with my, with Johnny, my roommate, and he was like, I ah, didn't really do it for me. And me and Chris, who went with him, were just like, what? <laughs> How? Can we get Johnny in here? He's not here. But he was just <laughs> like, he was like, it didn't, you know, I was never scared. Like, I was, I never, nothing ever jumped out. Nothing ever, like, you know. And to me, what was so genius about it was that that never happened. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just a simmering. Nor does that need to happen. Simmering to like <laughs> witch pot of scaredness that never boils to what you expect. Yeah, it to, I it's guess. Just an overall sense of dread just the right. whole time, and just the whole time I'm just like, God, living back then would really fucking suck. Yeah, and <laughs> like, you'd be freaked out all the time. Yeah. Everyone's just telling you that you're going to be a witch, you're going to find a witch, or the devil's after you, or if you do this, it's just, it was insane. Yeah. And it felt real. It felt like yeah. that's what was could have happened. Yeah. Well, this, I mean, the scariest part of this movie for me is the paranoia of the family and how they turn on each other and, you know, in with the backdrop of religion and Satan and women's, like place in this world um yeah. all of that and like just how like truly scary it is for like a woman growing up back then it's like she's either like nothing or like if she has any like thoughts or any <laughs> any like you're like if you're any, you're any just, sort you're of sexualized yeah it's like you're a witch you're just a fucking witch you're yeah. a witch like <laughs> it's like if guys want to do you you're a witch yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly um and and they did so well with the the dialogue, and you find out at the end of the movie, with the title cards, mm-hmm. that a lot of that maybe not verbatim, but a lot of the stories and the and the and the spoken words in this are taken from actual letters people wrote and like journal journals, entries. like primary documents yeah. from that time, which that <laughs> title card creeped me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like damn, that's shit was really going on like this mm-hmm. i one of my i mean we can i can just go on about everything i love about this movie but like you said the look of it and the painting at like how you said it like looks like a scary old painting it's that is really what set this movie apart for me is just because of the high level of craft in this movie everything was built yeah. The house was built to standards of <laughs> like what a house would be like back then. Right. All the clothes are war- woven pieces of garment that is like made the traditional way. Yeah. They spent months and months of research. I think maybe 
he said he even researched the period for four years. Yeah, I believe even that. A, sure. Like attempting to make it. And what just you get is just total immersion. And is that that is what makes this movie so great and so terrifying is that total immersion. And I think what I mentioned earlier about comparing it to something like The Revenant, which also has a huge like level of craft. Yeah where this doesn't really draw attention to the costumes or how pretty some shots are or how intricately constructed a set is. It doesn't like make you look at it. It just exists in this world along with its characters. Right. Like you don't feel like you're watching a movie. Like you don't feel like you know you're watching a movie when you watch it. You feel like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you don't feel like those are actors. Mm-hmm. Like you like those Everyone in this cast was like perfectly well cast, and um, you know it's one thing that it's one thing to have those cloth those pieces of clothing that like just look legitimately like they were from 1600s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you put someone in it who they just said there's a look first of all like you can't I can't explain it but there's a there's like a Puritan look yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, and they just pull it off too the the dialect and everything was and that's not easy it's like Shakespeare mm-hmm. you know yeah well I think all the, yeah I think all the actors are are English mm-hmm. and I know that the two the husband and wife are on Game of Thrones and are pretty well pretty well known well known sure. and trained right maybe even theater actors but I didn't get yeah I, I got lost in the fact that they were actors you know yeah um, which is testament to good acting yeah what about the the kids in this movie though too that's like it's hard enough to like have one good kid actor but all four of them were yeah really good yeah um the lead um, five the baby yeah the lead um <laughs> really the lead of the movie is thomason um, yeah i might mispronounce her name but anya taylor joy um she's just knocks it out of the park um she was so so great the the other kid um what's his name caleb harvey scrinshaw he's kind of hot and cold for me really um, but his big scene is, I mean, he was just so great in that. <laughs> yeah. That was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, where he's kind of having this like exorcism moment kind of thing right before he dies. Yeah. Which, uh, was he cursed? Is that, was that what we're led to believe that like, yeah. you know, and he's got this weird thing going on the whole movie though, too, that character. He's like checking out his sister. Well, yeah. Weird. <laughs> Weird. It was the I, time. It was Everyone the was time. doing it. Yeah. Which that which again, they're trying to be real. Like yeah. then they're trying to I think they're trying to be like look how messed up your mind would be. Yeah. If you're just all you know is this family. Yeah. And all you know is, you know, religion, 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 mm-hmm. you know, don't think about sex, that kind of stuff. And he's becoming a man of and a certain he's, age. He's becoming a man of a certain age, and he's uh, the family is also banished from a town, so there's no other families right, around there. Right, and he's fancying his sister a little yeah. bit, and uh, it's, it's basically he. It's like he like made some deal with the witch, <laughs> like I, like if you make out with me, yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything. Yeah, and. Uh, 
he dies from the, some curse. Yeah, and that that was just that's I want to really go see it again just to like analyze and watch that scene again because in particular that was one of the scenes maybe one of the top two scenes for me where I was just you know like totally into it like <laughs> where he's in the woods and he sees the like very attractive woman coming out of the- oh I love that I love that whole sequence but it's when they're in the attic and oh yeah that whole stuff the exorcism yeah. and then like I just something about it was I don't know if it was the way it should this is why I want to see it again the way it was shot and just really is great and then you know when he starts like speaking to to god at the end of it and just i i don't think i blinked i was just watching it so intently um so powerful and so crazy (laughs) what so what's going on there is he's having he just came back from the woods naked he's got cuts all over his body and he's like obviously been messed up by this witch and he's in the process of dying basically like a painful painful death um and every the whole family's in the room and they're blaming thomason mm-hmm. they think she's a witch right at the same time the twins are like having seizures and they're like saying shit yeah what did you take were they actually like a you know in in this world of like there's obviously magic and mysticism and whatever and satanism yes. or, you know were you taking it as they're also being affected by what's no. going on or they're just they're faking it to not get faking in trouble it to, you know get well and to get thomason in trouble yeah for what she did to right. the other little girl earlier right and and what she did to the other girl earlier was act she just said i'm the witch of the woods blah 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 mm-hmm. which like, i guess we there's a little foreshadowing but like what did you take from her character, though? I guess you know, in her like, basically, the movie is about her becoming a witch, yes. right? So, what well, did... not not really. I kind of took witch as kind of like a metaphor for becoming a woman, a, that, a free, that... a free thinking, sexual. And well, I get it. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But like in the in the the you know again the mysticism yeah. of the, and the yeah. Satanism, like she's becoming a witch, right? Yeah. At the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do you take, especially what you just said, what do you take from her character? You know, we see from the boy, uh, Caleb, mm-hmm. uh, that he's, like, becoming a, a, a pubescent man, and he, he's horny, and he, he's a gross little teenager. <laughs> um, and that's his demise, right? Yeah. Um, what do you take from her from the A to B of the movie? I mean, like, you know, what do you... She's about to be sold off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did you get from her character, and why does she kind of she follows the path? She like becomes a witch. Yeah, why wouldn't she? I mean, wouldn't she like to live deliciously? Oh my, that whole scene, like I, like, well, we'll get there, we'll what, get there. Well, I mean, yeah, when like like you said, just she's about to be sold off. Her family hates her. They think that she is the one that lost their newly born baby. No one respects her she can't have any thoughts or do any actions her parents ban got banished from this town she she obviously didn't she didn't want to be like taken out of that town yeah um so yeah when so it's like an act of like teenage rebellion yeah yeah she's gonna you know dance naked and see the world and be a be a fucking woman and explore everything i mean she'll probably be burned at the stake in a few years but whatever (laughs) (laughs) 
But so basically, like, you take this, her, her, her arc is she's being brutally, like, psychologically beaten by her family. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And she's just like, this is not worth it. And she, at the end, she strips that all away, phys- figuratively, literally, and uh, ascends. Yeah. Um, well, so let's go to the end of the movie, which is probably the, like, the, the, I was actually talking with my coworkers today about this. It was like the coolest part of the movie for me was the the Black Phillip stuff. <gasps> um, which the goat, the black goat is just a creepy image for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and especially when Black Phillip like kills the dad. Mm-hmm. Hurt. It just hurts spears, watching it. Spears yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Scary, but the the best part where you know it's it's her and the goat in the barn or whatever, um, and she's like, "Are you the devil?" You know, whatever. And uh, the best part about it is what I'm talking about is like you don't see him talk, Mm-mm. and and he kind of you appear it appears he stands up, yeah, or transforms into a human or yep. whatever, yeah, and you don't see any of that. And that's what's awesome about it to me. Well, I, I, I think you see a figure walk behind her, but you don't see. The that's what figure. I'm saying. Yeah. Like you just okay. see a black, like yeah. you know, what I'm saying like it could be him on his hind leg, yep. or, or like did he just come into Satan form? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah, but you hear his voice. Oh, it's like this sexy whisper, and it's it is. Oh, yeah, it's it's crazy. That um, moment, my mouth is wide open. I have flooded my basement and <laughs> just I am so in this movie at that point I because I love witches and I love this that whole this is this is your job like, <laughs> like, you love this stuff yeah like, big yeah. Halloween fan yes like you know just yeah because a lot of this stuff a lot of Halloween comes from all this shit yeah like, witches and stuff yeah like and I mean it's a what it's the movie's built as a New England folktale like, right and this, you know right and I, I love the crucible. I love all right. the stuff right. pertaining to witches. So like when that happens and I, I was about to be like, I'm ready. Give me the book to sign. I'll sign my <laughs> fucking name. Let's do this shit. I'm going to go dance naked. <laughs> that was really good. I've never seen like Satan imagery done as well as it was yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, and it makes you, it does make you feel like, oh, Black Phillip's not that bad. <laughs> no. no. Satan's not. Look how fun they're look how much fun they're having. Yeah. Do you want to live deliciously? Yes. Do you want to see the world? Yes. Yes, I want all that. <laughs> uh definitely a decision I would probably make in, in late sixteen hundred yeah. the colonial America. Hell yeah. I, I just I'm Jewish. I would have been killed anyways by then, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can guys be witch witches? Yeah. I, what do what do witches do with it? You know what I mean? Like what? Do, I mean, I know there's ghouls or whatever, right? But that's not a real New England thing, is it? Warlock. Warlock. Oh, is that what the, it's I, warlock? Isn't it? But that, is, that can't be like a New England thing because no one was getting. Well, I guess they were. In the Crucible, there were men were getting like stoned and kills because crushed, crushed yeah. more weight. Cows Corey. It just never seems as much fun, you know? No, no, because... Yeah. There's not a bunch of guys dancing around naked at a fire. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the witch <laughs> sounded like Tuesday. <laughs> what do you mean, Carol? I just did that. <laughs> um, so director and writer Robert Eggers. First feature. Um, first feature. A dozen shorts here. Yeah. Like a bunch yeah. of shorts. But uh, Winner uh, of Sundance 2015 for Best Director. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, you know, looking at his... You, you look here, he's got... And some of these are his own films. So I don't know what that necessarily means. But, you know, he's costume designer. He's art director. Um, you, you get the sense that he... That's like... A, you, you look at those credits, you're like, of course. Yeah. Um He's an aesthetic director. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, definitely seemed like it. it you, you talked about how how much he, um, you, you you how much you heard he researched this movie. I mean, you don't have to know that. You watch the movie, and you're like, this is a passion project. Mm-hmm. This is someone like you who really is into this genre specifically and has been trying to make this movie for a good portion of their life. So um, that's another reason I could just really appreciate it walking out of the theater. I was like, this is someone's baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he grew, I listened to interviews with him. He grew up in New England, and he says, you know, if you've ever traveled to that area, there's like just a general creepiness to this day of it. And it's like he wanted to make a piece that captured, you know, his childhood and all these stories that he heard growing up. and. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Um, Very cool. So I'm sure, because I think this this movie's going, it's doing better than probably ever thought. I mean, the fact that we can go to any theater around here and watch it yeah. is a huge testament to that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so let's see what happens next with his career. Um, have you heard anything? He's no. To... No. Does he have anything on? on no, there's nothing on IMDb. I don't. I can't imagine this would get a sequel, but I could imagine him doing another kind of one of you know New England movie yeah. like this. Yeah, I mean, definitely one of like my ones to watch next. What yeah. are they gonna do next? Yeah, for sure. You know, probably superhero movie, whatever. Probably superhero <laughs> movie. Um, so you would recommend this? I jump up and down to recommend this. Um. It's just, it's so, so great. And people who don't like horror, scary movies, I think, may be afraid to see it. But I think once watching it, they will really, maybe not enjoy it. Because Mitch doesn't like scary movies. And I I don't think, this isn't that kind of movie. No. I think that this is... It's almost like a Crimson Peak, like... um, not feel to it but like level of scariness to it yeah i i think there were more jump scares in crimson peak there were but i think this is definitely a more disturbing of the two movies right so um, absolutely i I disturbed i don't like it's weird i some i wasn't like looking behind my back at night when it was you know pitch black no. kind of movie but it was the windiest night of the year when i saw it holy crap that was scary i parked my car at mjr to go see this movie in the back in the far away distance a transformer exploded all of mjr's power went out <gasps> for like five seconds and everyone in the parking lot was like what the hell is going on and then the power went back on can you imagine being in that theater and and black phillip Whispering, whispers, and the power goes out. Power goes out. I would die. Will yeah, you yeah. sign? <laughs> the power goes out. Crazy. 
<laughs> well, I recommend it too. Great, great movie, The Witch. And uh, I'm interested to see where Mr. Eggers' career will go as well. Mm-hmm. Um, expect much more good things from him. Yeah. I mean, starts off 2016 so strong. I mean, I'm starting my list like so high. And like every just every time I see a movie, I'm going to just add to this list of things. But I... It's gonna take a lot to like top the witch so far. Yeah. Like I was, I was saying, like had this movie come out in 2015, I think it will be in my top ten for sure. So we were we were trying to discuss that. I mean, it was at Sundance last year, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this wouldn't be eligible for Oscars next year, right? We're, we were trying to figure that yeah, out. I don't really. Even if it was, it probably. You know, it's a weird time to be. You know, like this stuff always gets lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, you look at this year's Oscars. It's like Cinderella and Ex Machina were like the earliest films. Yeah. From 2015. Um, yeah. I, ho- I don't need no Oscars to tell me this movie's. Great. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I was just curious because it but, does deserve nominations. I were, you know, it could. I don't. Yeah. Obviously, fuck. We're one month into this. Two months <laughs> into. Well, it's, no, it's March. It's already March. Whoa. Three months into this year. Yeah. Um. I have also seen Deadpool, and that was a really, really fun ride. I uh, love that movie. Mm-hmm. So the two movies I've seen this year already off to great start. Yeah. we got to get more bad movies, though, Colin, because we're always just sitting here being like, this movie's great. I know. This is the best movie ever. And, you know. I know. But that's the thing. I don't want to go pay to see a shitty movie. <laughs> but it's, I think But last year was different because I don't think we really – we didn't make it too much of a point. I think at the end of the year we did because Oscar movies and stuff, but yeah. we didn't make it too much of a point to only see good movies. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of movies that we saw that I don't think we thought we were going to like, and we did. Um, so we'll see if 2016 will... Yeah, there's still like a lot of movies I wasn't head over heels for. Yeah, but... Year. Yeah, but there were... But, yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, whatever. I know which movies you didn't like. Jurassic World, Avengers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Mural and the Dying Girl. Yeah, Mural, Dead Girl, Tomorrow I forget, How forgettable of a movie is that? Wow. <laughs> have you seen Dope yet? It's on Netflix. Yes, it is. It. It's on my have, you, have you seen Fuller House yet? Nope. Wow. Well, I, I didn't watch no the, Full House. At either. the end of every uh, show, we do some Netflix and on-demand recommendations, and Colin won't be recommending Dope or Fuller House. But no, you I didn't, will? I, no, I will I didn't watch Full House either. No. I didn't know anyone who watched Full House. No. My, my friend who's like... A year and a half, two years older than me. I'm like, I was too young for Full House. She's like, you're the same age as me. I'm like, I'm younger than you. It's you're- true though. It's a really <laughs> weird thing. Like no one after like, we were like three or four when that show was really popular. Right? Yeah. Like at, at the height of its popularity. Yeah. No. And like when I was five or six. That's when um, like Fresh Prince was at the height of its pop. You know what I mean? So like, that was my show growing up. But. Whatever. Anyways, video on demand recommendation. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm recommending something off of Amazon Prime. Nice. So if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you will be able to watch the documentary Amy, uh, which oh, cool. just won which, for best yeah, documentary right. at the Oscars, uh, the Amy Winehouse doc. I know Mitch and I gave a little shout out to it when we saw it this year. Um, just can't say enough good things about it. Just what an honor to her talent and kind of just a anyone who ever said something bad about her or just knew her through the tabloids or used her as a punchline for a joke. I think. Right. 
if they watch this, they'll just recognize the beauty and the talent and the heart that she had and the, her tragic downfall, which was, you know, you watch it and you think, oh, if that didn't happen, would she still be making music? If this didn't happen, right. would she still be here? And uh, it's it's a heartbreaking tale, um, but one of my favorite artists in my lifetime that I've had. Yeah, there's a documentary I want to see. I still want to see the Nina Simone documentary. Oh, yeah. That's on Netflix, um, yeah. but I haven't seen it yet. Well, you'll get a full feature length with Zoe Zeldana. Zoe yeah, Zeldana I, saw, I saw that it looks terrible, right? Oh. Everyone, I didn't see the trailer, but everyone's telling me it looks really bad. Why, why yeah. do I want to see that? I <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend because uh, baseball is back, kind of. Spring training's going on, and uh, Major League is on uh, Netflix. It's a really, really funny baseball movie if you haven't seen it. It's actually like one of the quintessential baseball movies probably ever. Um, and uh, it also stars, let's see, it's, uh, it also stars one of the actors that was in New Money mm. from years ago. Mr. Chelsea Ross was in uh, Major League, and uh, he's hilarious in it. And uh, I was watching clips because, uh, you know. It's like, oh, it's there's Chelsea in one of my favorite movies. That's crazy. Nice. So, um, yeah. So uh, check out uh, if, if you're into the baseball spring training season right now. If you're into it, uh, watch some uh, Major League on Netflix. Um, so that about does it uh, for us this week. This duet, Colin. Thanks for doing this. Oh yeah. Um, we will be back next week with another movie. We'll have to figure out what that is. Maybe Deadpool. Maybe Deadpool. I should get around yeah, to seeing that. Maybe Deadpool. Um, I'd like to see it again, too, yeah. so we'll see if I have time. But uh, hopefully Mitch will be back, and um, we will uh, keep going into just straight. We'll forget about the Oscars. We'll forget about 2015. It's 2016 now. This is what we're focused on. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at WoodwardsDT. Shoot us an email at WoodwardsFilmCast at gmail.com. Listen to our awards show, our special awards show that we did. The, the show that matters. It's, it's been a big hit. Among so far, yeah, so far, there have heard no complaints. No complaints. About um, racism at the awards. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so I've heard plenty, about actually. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, for, uh, for Colin, I'm Kale, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Woodward's Filmcast. Take care, guys. Bye. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk. That's a really good song. How much am I getting paid for this, Dad?